Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine because we are starting. Hey there. Happy Monday. I hope you are having a great day and had a good weekend. And holy moly, we're halfway through October. (laughs) Craziness. Anyways, I'm super excited for today's episode to dive in and to talk about fear. This is something that comes up almost every day with someone either in email or in my DMs mentioning that they want to do this. They want to freelance. They think this will be great for their family. This is exactly what they're looking for, but they're scared. And recently someone reached out in a question box I did and they they put that exact same thing. How do we get started if I'm scared? And I was, I wanted to address it that day in, in stories and then the day just kind of got a little crazy and kept thinking about it all Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and decided, you know what, this needs to be a full-blown podcast episode because this has this just comes up too much with people. And I mean, if chances are, if you're someone who has been following me for any amount of time, gone through my free resources and are like, I want to do this, but whatever comes after that, but chances are it's something to do with fear that is holding you back from starting. And so I wanted to do an episode to dive in and kind of share more of my personal experience, um, but also share some strategies that I've used to help you stop letting fear control your life. And my goal with this episode is to help you see that you can get started freelancing, even if you have doubts, even if you are scared, or even if you are afraid, you'll fail. Because if you can stop letting that fear control your life, you will be able to conquer darn near anything. Whatever it is, you've got it. Okay. So if you've been wanting to get started, but it's those thoughts of what if I want to do this, but are holding you back, this is going to be a great episode to listen to. Maybe even bookmark it and come back to it frequently or you know, just put it somewhere in your like in your notes in your phone because conquering your fear isn't some isn't a one and done thing. It is something that you have to constantly be aware of and take action despite that fear. So it's not like a one and done thing. It's a constant. It's a constant thing for a lot of us, at least for me. And towards the end of this episode, I'll share with you a recent experience where I had to use the exact same framework and strategies that I'm sharing with you in this episode. Okay. Let's go ahead and dive in. So to start, this episode comes from a place of, I too used to be someone who let fear control my life and decisions. And I still see this pattern creep up occasionally. Growing up, I had this pattern where I would get 
bursts of wanting to go outside my comfort zone, but I would, I would try something. And if it didn't work, I would kind of like retreat back into my shell and, you know, it, it became less and less frequent that I would take a burst to move out of my comfort zone and stop trying new things. Maybe you notice this pattern in yourself too, or, or something similar, or maybe you see it in your, in your kids. So I, if you're a mom, I want you to think about your child, your son or your daughter. Let's say they come to you excited about trying out for the soccer team, the dance team, the play, whatever that is. Maybe even if they're younger, they, you sign them up for a dance camp or an art camp or whatever it is that they want to try. And so, you know, you say, okay, let's, let's do that. And then as it gets closer to the time to actually try out or go to the camp, do something new, they tell you, mom, I changed my mind. I'm not going to do that anymore. You'd be like, what, what happened? Why? And eventually they would start saying things that start with, what if, what if I make a mistake? What if I don't make the team? What if I don't have any friends there? What if no one sits with me? What if, and then, you know, it can go to, well, what if I do make the team and I, I'm the reason we lose a game or like all of these, what ifs with like negative things that could happen, just start spiraling out of their mouth and out of the, in their brains. I call this the downward spiral of doom. We experience this when we're, when we're trying to do something new or go outside our comfort zones. And that's normal. It's like our brain's trying to keep us in our little safety box. But if we just listened and just stayed in our little safety box, we wouldn't have a, a full, thriving, fulfilling life in most cases. And, you know, we can sort of recognize these thoughts in ourselves, but we really, it's really easy to recognize those in our children and see how silly, not, not how silly those are, but how silly it would be to not do something because of those thoughts. You know, if, if you've ever heard your kids say something like, I don't want to do that, or I'm scared or any of those, you would never tell them, oh yeah, you're right. Don't try out. They're nervous of, if they were nervous about the first day of school or their first day of a new preschool or moving to a new class if they're younger. And they're like, mom, I'm scared. I, what if I don't like my teacher? What if my teacher's mean? What if I don't have any friends in my new class? You would never say, oh, you're right. Let, let's just not do that. We're just going to keep you in the baby room or keep you in the three-year-old room or we'll just keep you home forever. No, you would tell them that they need to at least try. And worst case scenario, you don't make the team or you don't have someone to sit with today we can evaluate and make a new plan and deal with that then. And you would probably tell them like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. First of all, all these things that you're saying, they haven't happened yet. There's no use worrying about things that are just hypotheticals. At least this was, this is what I would tell, tell my child. Instead, let's focus on what you can control. You can control how hard you practice. You can control the sleep you get before tryouts. You can control your attitude day of how hard you try during tryouts. If, if your kid's younger, like you can control if you go up and say hi to a new person today, introduce yourself to new kids um, at a new school and you would tell them, focus on those things, focus on the things that you can control and whatever happens, whether you make the team or not, we'll handle that together, right? Wouldn't you say something like that to your child? Isn't that kind of how that conversation would go? So I'm guessing Yes. And so I want you to talk to yourself like you would your child. If you find yourself saying, I want to start freelancing, but, or I want to do this, but I'm scared of, or what if, I want you, here's a framework that I've used to kind of help me take action and conquer my fear 
and not let it control my life anymore. Number one, you have to name your fear. Name it, write it down, brainstorm either, either on paper or like literally have a, have a conversation with yourself in your head as you go for a walk. But you need to get to the bottom of what it is exactly that you're afraid of. Okay. And it might be multiple things. Totally fine. Get them all out. And then I want you to evaluate that list. Step one, name it. Step two, evaluate it. Look at those things. Are they even worth worrying about right now? Are they just hypotheticals? Have they, are they a reality or are they just like something that could happen? Okay. If it's something that could happen, you can't control that. You can't control that outcome. So there's no use worrying about that. So instead of focusing on those things that we can't control, like, will I make the team? Will I land a client? Instead, focus on what you can control. If you look at all of your fears, okay, look at them all individually, take them, take them individually and ask yourself, is this my reality right now? Or is this just a hypothetical? If it's just a hypothetical, I want you to write down the things to, first of all, acknowledge that you can't control that. And then I want you to make a list of what you can control. What can you control to make that outcome less likely to happen, if that makes sense. And then if there's something on that list that is a reality, like it is something that you is worth worrying, something you need to tackle right now, those things make a plan for them. Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, the Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just $147. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the How to Build Your Business from Start to Finish course, Skills Training, the Job Leads Board, the Coaching Calls, the Student Community Facebook Group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. What is your plan? What can you do? Is, is it fixable? And then the last thing I want you to do, the third step in this is so what? So what? I know I just said there's no use worrying about these things and to make a list of what you can control, but we're humans. We're still going to worry, right? We can't, it, it, it's unrealistic to be like, okay, brain, switch off, switch off that switch, like flip a switch. I'm not going to think about these things anymore. No, they're going to come up consistently. And so what has helped me tremendously is to go to that worst case scenario for those things. So like, what if I fail? What if I don't land a client? What if I make a mistake? And to go to that worst case scenario, okay, what will I do if this does happen? If this does happen, what does that mean? What can I do? If I don't land a client, I can evaluate it. Like, okay, has it maybe only been 30 minutes of trying? Well, no, duh. I haven't landed a client yet. 
there's different things you can do and evaluate depending on where you're getting or what challenges you face when you're starting your business. And if you're in Live Free Academy, you can lean on me and our community to help. That's why I'm there in the coaching calls. That's why our Facebook community is there. And that's why the course is there. In step seven, one of the last lessons in step seven is to evaluate what's working and not working. If you're struggling, there is an exercise that you can go through on your own and then bring to me for feedback and support. Or we can do this exercise together too on the coaching call. But no matter where you're getting stuck in your business, there is always something that you can change, that you can work on to keep moving forward. It is not a, oh, I tried this for 30 minutes. I tried this for one week. I tried this for 30 days and it didn't work out. Oh, guess I just got to throw in the towel. No, no, we can evaluate and keep working together. And so as long as you're committed to taking action and to getting started and to making this work for you, you're going to be successful, but you're going to have to get over that initial fear of starting. Okay. And then that fear though, isn't going to automatically go away, right? It's going to be popping up. And typically what I see for people who enroll in the Live Free Academy, that first big fear is that initial of like, okay, I'm going to, can I do this? Do I want Michaela's support and help in building my business? That leap of faith and like, okay, I'm going to trust Michaela and enroll in her program and give this my best go. That's the first big fear. Cause it's like, what if this doesn't work for me? And then you tackle that. Okay. It's gonna, I'm going to make it work. You enroll. And then you get started going through the program, going through and like building your solid foundation. That stage of building your business is, is the easiest and it's kind of the safest. And for a lot of people, it's the funnest because you're just playing around. You're building something and it's still in your comfort zone because you're not necessarily putting yourself out there yet. And then a lot of people will tackle another big fear block of putting themselves out there for the first time. Some people stay here for 30 minutes. Some people stay here for a day, a week, 30 days. I don't want you to stay there long. Okay. What I want you to do is again, when this, when your fear starts to creep back in and you'll know it's creeping back in because you're going to be procrastinating on something. And so when you see that procrastination lean in, or maybe it's, it's like in your face and you're, you're saying like, Ooh, I can't do this yet because, and you're, and you're making all of these excuses. I want you to go back to that framework, evaluate, or sorry, first name your fear. What are you afraid of? Why can't you do this yet? And then evaluate, is this true? Is this even worth worrying about? Is this a hypothetical? Can I control it? Yes, no. What can I control? And then so what? So what? So even if this does happen, then what? A lot of people, common fears that I hear from people who are either in the program or considering enrolling is fear of rejection, fear that they'll never land a client, fear they'll make a mistake, fear that they'll get in over their head, fear that they end up hating it. These are kind of the five common fears. And so let's, let's talk about each of these together really quick. So fear, okay? Name it, evaluate it. Is this even worth worrying about right now? Well, no, because you haven't been rejected yet. Um, it's a hypothetical. We can't control if a client hires you or if they don't. So what can we control? We can control the solid foundation that we're building for our business. We can control how, you know, what actions we take. We can control if we put ourselves out there. We can control how we prepare for discovery calls with clients, how we present ourselves to our clients, the research and the preparation that we do when speaking with potential clients. So let's focus on those things. Let's focus on those things that we can control. And then so what? 
So what if we do get rejected? What does that mean? What does that mean? If you're getting rejected, I'm going to tell you this. If you will get rejected at some point or another in starting your business, right? Like there's millions of business owners out there. Not all of them are going to want to or need to work with you. And you, even if they did, you can't work with a million clients, right? (laughs) You probably only need three to five clients to hit your income goals. So if one person tells you no, chances are you're closer to reaching a client who does want to work with you. And in the beginning, a framework that I give people is for every 10 discovery calls you get on, expect to land one out of 10 of those. If you've been on 10 discovery calls and haven't landed a single one, let's chat about that. Okay. And even if you've been on five and you haven't landed a single client, let's chat about that too. There's maybe some things I can glean from what you share with me that I can say, Hey, let's maybe focus on this. So if you're in the beginning stages and you get that rejection, I'm going to say, okay, great. Go for eight more rejections because eight plus one is nine. And chances are you'll land one out of 10 clients for every call you get on. And if you get nine no's, then, you know, like the chances of that next one being the yes are it. So keep going. Okay. And rejections are great because it is proof that you are trying. It's proof you're taking action. And if you're taking action, we can evaluate what's not working and switch it up. And so then that second fear is never land a client kind of goes with that rejection, the rejection. And if I'm rejected and I never land a client, I'm here to tell you, I have never worked with someone who wanted this was relentless, followed what I teach and never landed a client. That's never happened. Sure, there's been some people that it's been hard for, but those are those that have been committed that come to the coaching calls that go through the program that fill out that step seven survey and truly want my feedback and want to land that client and want to make a change. They do. So the likelihood of never landing a client, that's just unrealistic. The demand for people needing help is insane. But to get there, you're going to have to go out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to put yourself out there. And if you don't know what to do, I can help you. I can help you. I lay it exactly out in the Live Free Academy. Other fears. So if they can get over the fear of like, okay, I I believe you, I'll land a client. But what if I do land a client and I make a mistake or I get in over my head and you know I I don't know what I'm doing? Again, let's we name that fear. Great. Second step, evaluate. Is this even worth worrying about right now? Or is it just a hypothetical? Did you make a mistake for a client yet? Are you in over your head yet about working with clients and the work that you can do? No, that hasn't happened yet. So don't waste your time worrying about it. Instead, focus on what you can control. When you get your first client project, if you have questions what and you're not sure what to do, what can you do? You can come to me. You can come to our Live Free Academy community. We'll, we'll be happy to support you. You can do a Google or a YouTube search. Or if you're in the Live Free Academy, you can refer to the Masters of Business trainings. And worst case scenario, if you do make a mistake, There's very few mistakes that are make or break it in the freelance world. And I mean, I make mistakes all day long. The people that I work with, that I contract with, and that I've contracted with to help me grow my business and run my business for the last, oh gosh, how many years? Uh, Five plus years now. They make mistakes. None of them have ever been like, oh, we can't work together mistakes. No, it happens. So what you can control is if you ever do make a mistake, you can own it. You can take responsibility. You can learn from it. Mistakes happen. People get in over their head all the time. Don't let that hold you back from starting. Because first of all, if you're worrying about those things, that tells me that you are someone who is ethical and is going to do right by your clients and going to do your best. 
Worst case scenario, you do get way in over your head. Someone paid you $500 to do a project and you can't deliver on it. In that instance, worst case scenario there, you give that, you give them a refund. You give them a refund, but that hasn't happened yet. So don't let that prevent you from trying and, and prevent you from making something amazing for your life and your family. And then another fear I get a lot is end up hating it. Like, well, Michaela, well, what if I do lead a client and start working and I end up hating this? Again, we evaluate or we named it. Let's evaluate. Is this even worth worrying about right now? Or is it a hypothetical? It's a hypothetical. You haven't even started. You don't even know if you're going to like it or hate it yet. And my favorite thing about freelancing is you can tweak your business however you want. You can change and evaluate and refine it to make one that you really do love doing. For example, I got started as a virtual assistant. I ended up not loving doing emails and responding to emails and doing some like back-end data entry type stuff. I loved doing the creative social media type stuff. So what did I do? I pivoted my business. I moved into focusing just on social media projects and less admin stuff and started focusing on what I what I loved doing. And worst case scenario, you do get started, you land a couple of clients and you end up hating it. And there's no pivots, no refining, no changes that would make it something you enjoy. You you can stop. You can end it. You can pass your clients on to someone else who would love working with them. And you can find, you can work to find what it is that you're looking for. Knowing that, okay, this wasn't it. You can check that off the list. And that's a good thing. It would get you closer to finding what it is that you want. So all of these fears, none of these fears are worth not taking action, are worth not trying. And like I said earlier, this isn't a one and done thing. This isn't like something you'll conquer once and then be set for life. No, it's something you'll likely have to constantly recognize and be on the lookout for and be aware of. But this framework will always work. The name it, evaluate it, so what? At least for me. And I was literally just reminded about the fears and had to go through this through this framework for myself recently. As I've, you know, been in business longer, it happens and the fear kind of controlling takes over or happens less and less. But recently I recognized it. I became aware. I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) you're avoiding something you want. So chances are there's probably something you're scared of or something, you know, that you're afraid of or something that you fear that's holding you back. So I leaned into it, named it, and I went through that framework, evaluated. And so what? So for example, the last few weeks, um, or, you know, really since August, I've been in the process of trying to put together a new course and program for freelancers who are established and looking to take their business to the next level. And, and I've been wanting to do this for a while. And, you know, last year it wasn't really the right time because I was pregnant and then, you know, newborn. And now that I was, you know, back to work and, you know, off maternity leave and all that, it was time to kind of start diving into this again and and looking into it. And it is mid-October and this was beginning of August. Shoot, I think I even like outlined it initially in June in the car on when we went on a road trip to watch my brother play baseball. And it took so long 
for me to take action on it and actually bring it to life and tell someone and implement it. And I, you know, I was aware of this several, several stages throughout as I was scratching down, like, okay, what I thought would be good and, you know, what I want it to look like, be like in the car, I was having those fears, like, what if this isn't good enough? What if no one wants this? What if no one likes this? What if no one enrolls? What if you only get two people to enroll, you know? But I was just like, okay, right now I'm just writing it up. That's fine. And then it came time to come home and like, oh, maybe I should do this. And then I was reminded, you know, okay, now's not, not, now's not really the right time because you have a newborn, but maybe this August. So finally come August, once McLean was back in school, I put it out there. I forced myself because I knew if I didn't tell people and ask for feedback, then I would just let it sit and never would put it out there. And so I, I, I asked for feedback and I would say it was mid-August and then just let it sit and was like, okay, I'm not ready to do that. Some of those fears came back. What if this isn't good enough? What if no one likes this? And then I was like, okay, dove into that. So anytime I'm procrastinating that, or you find yourself procrastinating something that you're excited about or you want, that is a clue that fear is starting to take over if you're avoiding something or procrastinating something. So you need to lean into that. And that's where you go through that framework. What are you afraid of? Name it, evaluate it, so what? And so I did that for myself again. And those fears, they, it was the same fears coming up. What if this isn't good enough? What if no one wants it? What if no one buys? What if only three people buy? And you know, you look like a doo-doo head. And so I had to, I, I went through this. I named it, I evaluated it. What if no one buys? Okay. Well, first of all, this hasn't happened yet. So I don't need to worry about this. And what can I control? I can control how often I talk about it. I can control that I let people know it's out there. I can control the, you know, effort that I put in. And then, you know, if no one buys it, no one enrolls. So what? What does that mean? Does that mean I'm a loser? Does it mean no one likes me? Like, no, it just means, you know what? Maybe it wasn't the right offer and I can evaluate and tweak it for the next time. Or if just a few people buy, then I give them my all and I get great case studies and testimonials to launch it the second time, which is exactly how I built my current Live Free Academy. I started with 10 students and now have helped over 2,500, almost close to 3,000 through what became that, that first course I started with. Amazing things can happen from small starts. I have to remind myself that, right? And then the other fear I had is, well, what if these people do enroll and they just don't like it and it sucks? And if that happened, so go through that process. That was another big fear. Like, what if this isn't good enough? What if people don't like this? So I named that fear, evaluate it. Like, okay, is this a hypothetical or is this like something that we're actually facing and we need to fix? It's a hypothetical. Hasn't happened yet. Haven't launched this thing yet. Didn't have a student yet. Evaluate it. What can I control? Again, I can control what I put in. I can control what's included, what I teach, those things. So what? Okay, so what if you you focus on the things you can control and you do your best and people don't like it? I don't say this in a, like, everything I create is great way. It's just, I, I, know, my, I know myself and I know that if I even start with a small group, I'm going to give them my all. I'm going to do my best to go above and beyond to make this what I what I said and what I promised in in the marketing and the like the selling of it. And if that does happen, 
And, you know, I, I do do my best. And, you know, worst case scenario, someone is like, you suck, this sucks. I can face that when that happens. I can deal with that then. But those fears did not hold me back from putting this new program out there. We finally, I finally put it out there. And even then, even when we were marketing and promoting it, I was like, oh gosh, I like, what if people are annoyed that I'm, I'm selling another program or creating another program? Sure. There's probably some that are like, oh, boo, but there's also others that were, this is what they were looking for. And they were excited to take that next step for me. And if I just let my fear and those what ifs keep me from doing this, that impacts others too. It's scary. It is scary. And it is a risk to create something or do something new and put yourself out there and then see how people respond. I get that. I get that. Like I literally just went through it again. But when you can go through this framework, name your fears, evaluate them and look at the so what, I hope that you're able to see that you can get started. You can go after the things that you want, even if you have doubts, even if you're scared even if you have fears. And I hope me kind of sharing that little, that personal story of how I just experienced and tackled this, I hope that helps you see that you're not alone and that it is okay. And it's normal to have, to have those fears, to have those doubts, but we can't let them control the actions that we take and the things that we do and let them define our life and our future. So if you've been here, and in fears holding you back, go through this exercise, name it, think about it. So what? And if I can help, if there's a fear and you're like, okay, Michaela, here's my fear. What can I control in this? You need me to help you work through this? Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to. Tell me you listened to this episode and you need some help. I'm happy to help. I would, that would make me so happy. And then take, take action. Do something. If this episode helped you move through the fear of starting your business, Come join me in the Live Free Academy. I would be honored. I would love to support you in building your business. And the Live Free Academy is the most hands-on way that I can support you. If you go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash academy, you can see everything that's included. If you go to my website, MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash success stories, you can see tons of different stories and testimonials and case studies from different women that I've helped and learn from their stories, learn what they did, and then make that decision for yourself. All right. Hope you have a great Monday. Hope um, hope this episode was helpful. And I'm, I'm serious. If you need help tackling a fear and going through this framework, please reach out. I'm, I'm here at Michaela.quinn on Instagram, or you can shoot me an email. Hello at MichaelaQuinn.com. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.